So coming soon, something we love is sports documentaries, sports docu-series, and this one is coming on Netflix. It is called Quarterback. And the fascinating thing is it's looking at three very different quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Kurt Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. And joining us now, senior producer for NFL Films, and the gentleman worked on the Patrick Mahomes side of things, it is Matthew Dissinger. Matthew, thank you so much for joining the show today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. By the way, as I'm also a Matthew, do you prefer Matt or Matthew? What would you like for the, uh, for the remainder of this interview? Yeah, I go by Matt. All right, you go by Matt. We'll do. Uh, we'll. Uh, I'll abbreviate for the remainder of this. Uh, first, I'm curious. It's just the the process behind it. When did um, When did this get started? When did you and you were following the Mahomes and the Chiefs? Uh, at what point did you start uh, your end of the project? Um, we picked it up week one. Um, I know that the project uh, came together, you know, slightly late in the process. So. Myself and the other directors really uh, sprung into action uh, week one. And what was, I, I'm curious, the the decisions ahead of time to pick these three quarterbacks? Because, I mean, it's a fascinating one. It was fascinating week one where they were versus at the end of the season. But three quarterbacks, that's certainly uh, very different parts of their football journey. Yeah, and I think that was what was appealing to us was having three very different stories, you know, in, in a multi-episode uh, documentary series. It's kind of nice to be able to explore the different uh, stages that a quarterback can be at in the NFL. So obviously with Patrick, Kirk, and Marcus, um, we're pretty excited that their stories are so different and contrast so uh, well with each other. Um, I think you get a very good sense of, of what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL and not just – you know, the superstar quarterback and not just the journeyman quarterback, but sort of a full picture. Yeah, and I thought it was just, when I first looked at it, I was confused, but then when you take a step back, uh, it, it makes actually a lot of sense from being able to tell three very different stories. So your story worked out pretty well, didn't it? I mean, I mean that is a, that is a hell of a stroke of luck where you you got the quarterback that you know going into the year we're all wondering a little bit. I mean, it felt to me like they were a Travis Kelsey injury away from being in trouble, and yet they won the Super Bowl. That's uh, not a bad assignment. Yeah, I know you're telling me, uh, but what you just said kind of I think is is pretty interesting. I mean, now looking back, you know, it feels like oh, of course the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, but that really wasn't the storyline in September. I mean, I think I noticed a couple pundits picking them to miss the playoffs because, you know, they no longer had Tyree Kill. So, you know, that was very fascinating to see. And I think, you know, Patrick had his best season thus far by, you know, working with a largely new group of receivers um, and still achieving the success that he had this year, I think it goes a really long way to showing you, you know, what kind of quarterback Patrick is and just how much work goes into the position. Anything you might have assumed about, you know, throwing to Tyree Kill, I think kind of goes out the window when you see what he's able to do in adapting new players to the offense. And obviously, you know, very fortunate to be there, a front row seat for a yeah. Super Bowl run and victory. So. What would have been like, just from a producer's standpoint, and, like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, going into it, I would want uh, the team I was covering to either win the Super Bowl or win three games. Just don't give me, 
don't give me eight and nine and I'll be happy. <laughs> I can't say that I would be happy to be on the three win team, but um, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, from, yeah, if you're a storyteller, you know, and taking a step back from, uh, obviously I was a director in the field, which it can get kind of uh, not fun if the team's not winning. But oh. definitely from <laughs> from that from that perspective as a storyteller, yeah, the the variation is definitely uh, more compelling to an audience. That's for sure. Okay, I imagine you had an easier time because let's face it, the biggest control <laughs> freaks on planet Earth are NFL head coaches. I imagine you might have had life a little bit easier for you with Andy Reid than, say, uh, whoever was in charge of the Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota, part of this docuseries, which is called Quarterback, uh, you'll get, catch on Netflix. Uh, but I imagine you had an easier time with the coaches than, say, the Falcons side of things. Yeah, I mean, we really dealt a lot, mostly through Patrick. I, you know, I, don't, I can't say that I had any, any interactions with Coach Reid. Um, basically everything that we did filming-wise, we coordinated through Patrick, and he really gave us his time and access into his world. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what we're excited to show in this series is, I mean, we're inside Patrick's home, you know, we're in his gym. Um, I think, you know, especially by the end of the season, once we really established a trust with Patrick and his family, I think we got some really special stuff that I'm, I'm very excited to, to Showed everyone on Netflix. Now, I don't want you to give it all away because it's going to premiere in the summer, which, by the way, very smart, especially when Americans are just dying, dying for football and have realized eh, maybe the XFL, eh, maybe not as good. So I, I don't want you to give it all away, obviously, but is there one specific example story about uh, something that might surprise people about Patrick Mahomes? Oh, I, I think. What I think is going to surprise people is just how cerebral he is. I think uh, everyone knows his athleticism, and everyone knows he makes the crazy throws and the no look passes. And but I think people will be blown away by just how much he prepares. Um, I mean, I've been doing this now for 20 years, and I've I've gone through quarterback wires for all 20 of those years, and and really his participation in the game plan with Coach Reed. And uh, Biennemi and Coach Nagy really blew me away. I was like, I had no idea just how cerebral of a guy and how much his input went into the game plans. I, I think that's really, to me, it's pretty fascinating because a lot of NFL fans will just see the, the highlights and watch all the acrobatics. But to know just how much he prepares, I mean, I, I feel like he, he's you know right up there with a, a Peyton Manning who's known for those things. And I think that'll hopefully be something that people learn about him. By the way, did you get to uh, meet uh, Peyton Manning? Was he all part of this? Because I know Omaha Productions is part of uh, the documentary. And again, joined by Matt Dissinger, uh, director and producer for NFL Films, and did all the Patrick Mahomes portions. Was there any? Uh, was there any Manning interaction? Uh, I not not with this project. And after we began filming, I, um, I was fortunate enough to direct. Coincidentally. Uh, Peyton's places uh, oh, okay. season yeah, yeah, three yeah. last year for ESPN Plus. So I worked a lot with uh, Peyton. I I know that he had a conversation with Patrick uh, during the episode that we filmed in Kansas City that I think helped um, you know get Patrick on board for this project. But in terms of throughout the season, I, I never interacted with yeah. Peyton. Uh, at that point, I think he kind of you know we've sort of established a trust with NFL Films and Peyton Manning that he kind of let us do our thing. 
I, I'm curious for my next question, but I just need to get a little background. How long have you been working with NFL Films? How long have you been? How long have you been going through that, cutting through all all the uh, all the uh, all the football? Uh, I've been there. This is my 20th season. I, I started as yeah. an intern in 2003. Cool. So, yeah, it kind of feels it makes me feel very old to admit that, but it's it's been uh, two decades now with NFL Films. Listen, don't worry about it. I work with producers who don't know what Ghostbusters is. Every day I feel old. Um, I, <laughs> I, I bring that up because you've been around football for 20 years. You've seen it up close in a way that most of us haven't. And I think the interesting thing, and I'm curious your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes from this perspective. We often have the conversation and we debate what is and what is not elite. Well, what Mahomes did when you got your number one target taken away and yet you win the Super Bowl, you win all those games, you set all those personal records. Like that to me, to me, the ultimate definition of elite is, okay, you've paid me all the money, don't worry, I will get these new guys and we will still win plenty of games, I will raise the floor of everyone around me. I mean, I think you really hit it on the head. I mean, he took, uh, I, from what I know of Patrick, I think he took it very personally when people doubted him with the loss of, of Tyreek and with, trying to integrate, you know, rookies and free agents into their offense and still be, you know, as explosive as they were in previous years. And I know knowing him, if there was anyone doubting him on social media or a, a, a talking head on any of, you know, ESPN or anything like that, he heard all of those doubts. And knowing the kind of guy he is, he took those to heart and pushed himself even harder. Um, and that's not a cliche, I think. You know, he is bound and determined, uh, you know, to be the best that he can that he can be and hopefully the best the game's ever seen. Uh, his work ethic, and if you, you know, read anything that Travis Kelsey has to say about him, I mean, it's, it's second to none. The guy puts in the hours. And yeah. I think that he knew what everyone was saying, and he knew the narrative, and he was bound and determined to change it. Isn't that interesting? This is not just Mahomes' thing. Like we see this in all sports, and Tom Brady still says he has a chip on his shoulder. To me, on just a psychological level, it's kind of interesting. Where everyone knows how great Mahomes is. Mahomes has to know how great he is. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won an MVP. And really, the 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 doubt. It came from a well-founded place. It was, okay, you lost Tyreek Hill. That's massive. You don't have the greatest defense. You don't have the greatest running game. And Travis Kelsey's taken a lot of hits. You know, like, I I talked about it before, and maybe, you know, it's on Wednesday. It's a slow news day. But it's like I could see a world where KC doesn't make the playoffs if Travis Kelsey got hurt. And Seattle at the time, we thought, oh, Russell or Denver at the time, Russell Wilson's going to make things better. And the Raiders made the playoffs, and everyone loves Justin Herbert. I mean, I find it interesting that he takes that all personally when really if you just break down any doubt, it does come from a logical place. I think, you know, I learned a lot watching um, Last Dance and Michael Jordan's competitiveness. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not to get a super long-winded story, but essentially there was a game. He played a back-to-back against uh, Washington and said that there was this rookie that scored 30 points on the first game. And Michael told everyone, oh, yeah, he patted me on the back and said, nice game, Mike. And then the next game was a back-to-back, and I think he scored like 45 points on him. Ten years later, someone said, hey, what about that story with that? That uh, bullets player, and he's like, "Oh, that never happened." So, like, <laughs> not to say that Patrick's making anything up, but I think the the big competitors, I think they're always looking for that edge. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of people that believe Patrick's great, and even going into this season, believed he was great. But 
when you're a competitor like him, and I'm, I imagine a lot of of the, the best athletes in any professional sport are, you're looking, I think, just for any little edge, anything to motivate you. I'm sure there's days where you don't feel like getting out of bed. So yeah. there's got to be those little things that you're going to put on your bulletin board that's going to motivate you. Yeah, and it, hey, listen, it all certainly worked out. Hey, uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. And again, it's going to be out in the summer on Netflix called Quarterback, a docu-series looking at three very different quarterbacks who had ve- three very different seasons in Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and Patrick Mahomes. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, really appreciate you joining the show. I feel, you know, just with your 20 years at NFL Films, we could just do nerdy deep dives on, <laughs> you know, just uh, just how the game has changed in the last 20 years. Maybe can save that for uh, another day. But all the best. And, again, congrats on you on the journey and uh, on this latest work. It must have been really fulfilling. And uh, can't wait to watch it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. That is Matt Dissinger director and producer with NFL Films and the next NFL docu-series called Quarterback on Netflix. And uh, we'll, we'll be chatting about this again as we get closer to it in the summer.